So, Mr. Jelly, there is a craze that's been sweeping the world for quite a few weeks now. And I think seeing as we have a show called Topical, perhaps we should talk about this topic. Uh, Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Pants. Pants has been sweeping the world for quite a few centuries now, I feel, ever since we discovered them. And British (laughs) pants even more so for our British listeners that call their underpants pants. No jelly. I'm talking about the sensation that is Pokemon Go that you might be sick of hearing about, but just just hold on. Like we we have some unique thoughts coming your way. What I mean, what the second I say Pokemon Go, what's what's your first impression? My first impression is I don't know. It's like that's the game that the kids play, right? Like it's <laughs> so. Or right, are you are you playing it? Have you opened it? Are you are you chasing Pokemon around? I have not played it. Uh, I have not. It's not even on my phone. I've what? not even given it the time of day. I really have. Well, how old are you, Jelly? I uh, that is a good question. <laughs> I grew up like I as I was growing up. Uh, you know, Pokemon has been a thing for a really long time. Like not obviously not Pokemon Go, but Pokemon it's like as a oh, white, thing yellow, has been blue, green, yeah. diamond. I was like always just like my age bracket was always like maybe a year or so ahead of that, and it was always the younger kids that were getting into it. Uh, you know, you know how that happens. Oh, I had exactly the same thing. So my two younger brothers. Played the heck out of it on the Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance, whatever the hell like came after that, and I always felt like I missed the the Pokemon craze. And now my kids are into it, and like same thing on like Game Boy emulators and stuff. And I'm still not into it, but Jelly, I, I have played this new one. I can't believe that you haven't. So you're you're into the Pokemon Go? Oh, man, I've been going every. I think what got me is like someone I work with. She pulls out her phone and she's like, "Look, I got this new Pokemon thing," and I'm here. Literally sitting in a pub, like catching Pokemon. I'm like, there's something about this that I have to try. And then the second I got into it, suddenly you look around the world, like the real life world, and there are just, even in sleepy little Adelaide Jelly, there are people just everywhere playing this thing. We have these things near us called Pokey Stops, and we have quite a few Pokey Gyms, or maybe just Gyms. Man, I sound old now. <laughs> but there's, there's people everywhere, and they'll congregate at these places, like collecting Pokeballs and Pokemon and stuff. And, these people are so easy to spot. They're like people that are dressed up because it's freezing cold. They're like in jackets and stuff. They're holding their phones in front of their faces, like running around like excitedly. And they're all congregating at the same places. Like, I understand. Why do you reckon this is suddenly like such a big sort of phenomenon? I think it could be a combination of things. I mean, obviously, a big part of it is the fact that it's Pokemon. I think the branding behind that and the fact that it's been a thing for so long is definitely a big kind of bonus to the game. Oh, definitely. That gets you instant attention. It's like Pokemon. Yeah, any, anybody else could have released this game with some other, like, you know, character set, and it wouldn't have been the same, like, level of craze. It w- It's the fact that I think that it's Pokemon and therefore Nintendo and all that sort of stuff, that's part of the reason why it's reached this kind of critical mass. Because, I mean, otherwise it's just like you collect things, you go out and you collect things, and I guess you battle these things. Uh, and <laughs> well, it's not just that. You collect wild animals who you make fight each other and you have to heal them afterwards. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty dark when you I think guess, about it. I guess people have, you know, th- th- that's that's happened before, right? Like people, you know, <laughs> like fight dogs and, and chickens in oh, some chickens. countries and yeah. stuff like that. So I guess it's like, you know, that, that sort of stuff happens a lot. But I, I, I wonder if like some of it has to do with the negative kind of media stuff that has happened more recently that we won't really get into. But, uh, you know, a lot of people will understand that there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world and the game could be like partially an escape. But it's also, I guess, the fact that like a lot of people, it's one of those things where 
it's a snowball effect. You know, you get enough kind of mass and speed and just everything starts to stick to, you know, stick to the snowball as it rolls down the hill. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like, I think Pokemon was the initial driver. You need something that gets your game noticed and sticking cute little creatures that have been popular for like decades in your game and putting the word Nintendo somewhere near it, like tick, that's, that's two ticks. Yeah, done. I feel like... After that, though, the social effect of seeing other people play it, like, I feel like had Nintendo released a new Pokemon game, like, like they do crazy Pokemon Alpha Sapphire Ruby Gems version 4, like, people will buy that no matter what. That's like printing money. But this seems to have gotten, like, an even bigger group of people just because you get those initial people who are crazy keen on it and then you get the social effect of, oh, what are these people doing? Oh, that looks interesting. And then suddenly... It goes from being socially weird to have your phone out to being like, oh, cool, there's all these other people in my real world like all playing this game. Yeah, I definitely think that being on phones is something that has kind of contributed to it as well. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, Pokemon has always been a huge thing, but it's always been kind of confined to like Game Boys and stuff like that. And being on phones, like it's the thing that you have in your pocket and so many more people have them and Nintendo doesn't have to worry about like this whole, well, you go and buy our $300 console and you can also buy this, you know, $50 game that lets you catch Pokemon and play it against other players. Hey, hey. You know that, but if hey. you, yeah, if you, yeah, if you want to play multiplayer, you got to buy the game twice. Not that I'm bitter or whatever, <laughs> having to buy it for both of my kids, but, and on like an expensive 3DS as well. The, that is a huge thing. I mean, the interesting thing for me is that I did this with my kids the other day. So we went out, we spent like half a day sort of wandering the streets, like catching Pokemon, and we bumped into so many yeah. other people doing yeah. it. And I'm trying to get to the bottom of this, Jelly, because it actually was kind of heartwarming for me to be like out and about and seeing like all these other people doing the same activity that was kind of, if I'm being honest, like a little bit of a weird activity, like you're overlaying virtual creatures into the real world and you're throwing like red and white balls at them like it it's weird but i need you to explain to me like why why does that feel heartwarming like i don't understand i guess it's partly it's partly the social effect right like and this is something that's been all over social media and has been all over like the news and stuff you know people are going out and playing this pokemon go game and you kind of inevitably end up in the same place as a bunch of other people because of i don't know pokemon lured things <laughs> Stops. Man, you've got to get into this, Joey. You sound like an old man now. These people, they congregate around Pokey Lua Stop. It's not that I'm old. It's that I just, I, I haven't got a, like a grasp on, on exactly what's going on. Like, I understand only as much as I've kind of read and what people have told me. But as far as like, you know, the things, like how the game works, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. No, that's, that's okay. That's fine. It's got nothing to do with age. It's just got, you know, I haven't played the game. You know, it's it, but it has been everywhere that these like that this has been happening, and people have been meeting up, and people have been making, I guess, making kind of friends. Like I heard, I've heard stories about like you know going for a walk and meeting some other person, and they were like, oh, you know, there's a po- there's this Pokemon is over behind there, and you go and you know, oh, there's a Pokemon, you know, capture the Pokemon, yeah, let's have a chat about you know how how great life is. And I've definitely heard of, like, I was just reading, like, 10 minutes ago, somebody, like, somebody posted on, on Twitter, like, you know, I was, I went for a walk to try and track down this specific Pokemon and some, like, this, this little young kid kind of jumped out of a bush and, like, we, but after we were both kind of startled there for a second, he was like, oh, you, you know, we're, you, you looking for whatever Pokemon? And I'm like, yeah. And so they go off together to catch the Pokemon together. And it's just, it's this sort of thing where, like, these are kind of the nice stories. Like, this is the sort of thing that you really only, 
any other time seeing movies, I guess, because, you know, it's this kind of like, oh, you know, we went out and I met these people and we were all looking for Pokemon together and it's so lovely to be in groups of people. (sighs) Yeah, because the general media sort of like angle, I guess, is like the world is bad and there are bad people out there and bad people are coming to get you and you should avoid like other people. And this feels like the complete opposite. It's like this nerdy kind of pursuit of like whip out your phone in public and look for these little creatures in the world and everyone else is around you doing it and it's not it's not hyper competitive you're not trying to like destroy like i know there is the you can go to a gym and you can battle people and stuff but in general like the pokemon are there and if you catch one it's still available for the next person yep. if that makes sense yep. so there is that whole like let's help each other like do something it does kind of feel like you know you're part of a community of pokemon people yeah well i mean it's a lot <laughs> le- it's a lot more like it, you know you you're it's cooperative as opposed to uh you know in in a lot of different ways like m- a major aspect of the game is cooperative as opposed to competitive and i think yeah, that's definitely. an important thing like it, it's you know it, of course that's going to be heartwarming because you know games that incorporate that sort of cooperative play is always like it's always heartwarming you have, have you ever played the game journey no it's this is we because we talk yeah you didn't get a playstation yeah we talked yeah. about this on another episode but i got a xbox and not a playstation i never got to play journey oh, i don't want to spoil it for you but journey is all about the <laughs> is all about the like the cooperation like you meet somebody along the way you, you meet another character that's very similar to yourself along the way and you help each other. Like, you, it's about helping, like, it's not about, like, it, like, it's so many games. Like, it's all about, like, oh, I'm going to, like, kill all the people or whatever. And this is so different. Like, and, and it's the same with Pokemon. I think it's, it's this cooperative thing where you, you know, you do things together and, well, we'll battle, but, you know, it's, it's just a, you know, it's a good game. It's like a sport as opposed to a, as opposed to, like, you know, your death and, destruction yes <laughs> yeah yeah no no I, I definitely see that angle as well the thing is I, f- I feel like there's the other media narrative is ever since like um ipads and ipods and obviously android stuff be- became a thing like the narrative is we have to get kids off these devices like they're not doing exercise they're not outside yeah. and suddenly we we have this game where the entire point of the game is to go outside like you literally you can't play this in indoors because you you have to go to physical places to to catch these things and sometimes these physical places are separated by you know 500 meters like one kilometer there's a there's a fair amount of distance you have to travel to play this game yep. and suddenly we've got all these kids out in the world like this this is the thing we've been asking them to do like you know us old people like get get off the couch get off the chair like go outside and suddenly they're all outside and now there are all these stories you know they're wandering into like, you know, bad areas at 2 a.m. in the morning. So, some of them are falling like, you know, down places and, you know, hurting themselves. Yep. And other ones are, you know, getting mugged and all this sort of thing or discovering like, yeah, you know, all sorts of interesting things in bushes and stuff. Like, <laughs> is that a weird thing? Like, we've been encouraging kids to go outside for so long and now they're outside and now we're making new stories about, you know, them getting hurt in the real world. So I think it's kind of weird, but it's also kind of not, if that makes sense. You know, there, there is like, I mean, the whole thing about, oh, every, you should put these devices down and go outside and experience the real world. Ha ha. Meet space. <laughs> you know, it's, it, the whole point of that, like, uh, I think the whole kind of, uh, spirit of that is to, uh, is to go outside and kind of pay attention to the things that are going on around you. 
and a lot of the stories that we're a lot of the negative stories that we're seeing are born out of like people not paying attention to the world around them so i think yeah it's great that as people are going outside and getting exercise and kids are you know like despite whatever kind of impetus is you know cause them to do it uh, you know getting their exercise and that's awesome Walking into traffic because you're so attentive to what's going on on your phone, probably not a good idea. Like, that's just, like, common sense, I think. Walking into, like, bad areas is kind of... Uh, I mean, it, it, I don't know how the game could possibly, like, you know, make changes in order to make that, like, less likely. But, like, if you're going to play a game, that's all well and good. I think it's awesome. Like, you know, play the Pokemon. But also kind of, like, don't walk in front of a car or, you know, go against your better judgment and walk, you know, into a bad neighborhood or something. You kind of got to be careful about that stuff. And I think I think the two go hand in hand. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. But I also think sometimes with with the whole media cycle, like you just can't win. Like it feels like if you're a young person and you really enjoy gaming, you know, you get beat up on for that. It's like, you know, gaming increases violence and gaming this and gaming's bad and gaming's a waste of time. And then you go out to the real world and you do this other game. People are like, oh, you're not paying attention. You got your phone in front of you. Like... I, I know that like in the real world, like bad things can happen and you can hurt yourself and whatever else. But I feel like the media latches onto that. Like they very rarely like latch onto the positives of like, here's an entire community of people like kind of getting together to do something that's, yeah, okay, maybe at some level it's pointless, but it's also kind of cool that they're all cooperating in this huge like online and real world like multiplayer game. I, I just think there's, there's a, there's a story there that's really interesting that's not getting covered like in mainstream media. I think there's a reason for that. I mean, you look at, for instance, the the nightly news, I don't know, the 7 o'clock news, and so often, like, everything is just one bad thing after another bad thing after another bad thing. Ooh, kittens, another bad thing, <laughs> another bad thing. Like, there's always, with, 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 like, nightly news, in many places, there'll be always, like, this one thing that's like, oh, for the positive side of the news. And I, I think it's a thing about, like, just the news and stuff like that in general, and it's part of the reason I don't really get into it, is because it's just, it is always very negative, and it's just because, I mean, it's, I guess the world is kind of like that, but also that stuff sells for some crazy reason, I don't know, but maybe people like being depressed. I, it, it is a thing, like, that the news will definitely latch onto that, and why haven't they latched onto this kind of the social phenomenon that is, you know, that is uh, drawing people together? Like, that seems like it's news, and yet it doesn't really hit a lot of the mainstream places, whereas they'll be talking about, oh, you know, some such and such walked down in front of a car while he was playing the Game Boy. <laughs> yeah, well, there was that other one that, like, blew up a few weeks ago that was all about, uh, you know, this thing stealing your email accounts, and that, for some reason, went viral and they weren't actually stealing email accounts but that went viral yeah. and it's not the fact that like yeah like more people are basically playing this game than are on like the social network twitter like that is is a tech story for sure <laughs> yeah. but it never made it into like you know your newspaper or your news.com.au or your cnn.com or whatever yeah i i think it's also kind of like that sort of stuff is also down to like tech journalists well not even tech journalists just journalists not understanding tech and not really having like the wherewithal to go and like try and make it get an understanding before they report on it. I don't know. That seems like a kind of important thing to do. Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it's one of those things with, one of these things with news. Our news is so immediate. Like right now, everything has, like we have to be like, you know, the scoop has to go out like exclusive now. Like it's live. It's happening right now. Especially in this day and age, like where, where everything is kind of 
happening right now. Not that that's, that has ever changed, but more and more like things like we live in like a, in an instantaneous world. Like, you know, I'm doing something. So I post to it on like post about it on Twitter and, you know, if I'm important enough, then the news network might want to, like, say something about that. Oh, Jelly went to the Apple store. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could see that being front page news. Do you not go there often? Is that, is, that, is that why it's making the news? No, I go there all the time. I don't know what they, I don't know what they're talking about. No, like, and, you know, that, that, but that has to, like, that can't happen, like, tomorrow. That has to happen today because otherwise, you know, it's already going to be talking about, like, being talked about because I posted it on Twitter or whatever. And uh, I think it's a similar thing. Like, that happens with news all the time. And so, a lot more, I think, we're seeing that, you know, people aren't fact-checking and stuff and got to get things out now and latch on to the thing that seems the most kind of, oh, look look at this, like, you know, that kind of turns your head, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes sense. I mean, there there is one more aspect of this I wanted to explore. And this is, I guess this is more like a tech sort of story angle is – for the longest time, like people have been talking about, like, is Nintendo dead? You know, they had the Wii was like a massive success. And then you had the Wii U, which is like, and eh, like the, whatever the opposite of a massive success is, is what that console was. And then so many people were saying, like, you know, is Nintendo dead? Are they finished? Like, has basically the Xbox and the PS4, like, you know, overtaken them and left them for dead? Does this make Nintendo relative, relevant again? The fact that this game is so popular? So I think in, in my opinion, I think that maybe, like, maybe. The PlayStation 4 and the Xbox, I feel like they were on a different playing field to the Wii and the Wii U, right? Like, and I think, I think it kind of comes through in like the style of games and the, even the quality of the games, right? Like, you know, the, the Wii and the Wii U are both kind of less powerful than their, you know, equivalent Xbox and PlayStation consoles. Just like in basic tech kind of, you know, looking at it. But the Wii and the Wii U have always been about like this kind of, and Nintendo has been kind of going in the direction of how can we get you to play games, but in different ways. And this is something that the, that Nintendo has done really, really well. And Xbox and PlayStation have kind of sucked at so far. Oh, yeah. I mean, Microsoft tried the Kinect thing. They're like, here, interact with it differently. And, yeah. and their core market was like, yeah, no, thank you. Like it didn't take off. Whereas the entire thing with the Wii was like, shake that. Wiimote, is that what it was yeah, called? Shake that controller out. Yep. And that took off. Like they it sold, was huge. I don't know how many units, but it was huge, huge. And it was huge because it was like, hey, swing this thing and play tennis. Yeah. And I think, and so I think that Nintendo is really kind of going in that direction. I think they've been going in that direction for a while of like, how can we make people do things, do different things, but also be playing a video game at the same time? So I feel like Pokemon Go is kind of an inevitable part of that, right? Like it makes a lot of sense that they would go into the realm of like AR uh-huh. and they would go, sorry, uh, they would go into the realm of <laughs> AR and, uh, you know, and, you know, augmented reality and, uh, making people go walking and like, because I mean, Pokemon Go is essentially geocaching, like, which is a huge, like an old school thing. Like it's so old, like it exists before phones. It's so old that I remember actually using a handheld GPS unit yeah, to do it. Like, and yeah. that, that's like, that is essentially what Pokemon Go is, like with some kind of Pokemon y kind of toppings on it. And, that makes a lot of sense, I think, and it makes it's kind of moving in that direction of how can we get people to play video games but play them in a different way? Like, how can we make that cool? And, you know, I, I think that when you do that a lot of the time, like when you try and make those kind of 
crazy ideas work, you might hit a few kind of stumbling blocks along the way, like say the Wii U, which uh, you know had its troubles. But again, like a lot of the time, you'll also get like these kind of crazy cool ideas that just really kind of click and take off. And I think that. I don't know, maybe something about the timing, maybe something about, like, the fact that it's Pokemon and something about, like, maybe the way that the world is. I think it's, like, I think they just kind of hit this kind of key kind of moment in time and released this game and it was just perfect. Like, it was just the perfect kind of storm for this game and it's just, you know, so that's why part of the reason why it's taken off. Yeah, no, I think you're right. But I think the thing that makes me uncomfortable about this is I was one of the people that said no, like Nintendo should not be on iOS and Android. Like the whole thing about Nintendo is they make cool hardware and you guys don't understand Nintendo, damn it. And like all these pundits were like, no, Nintendo needs to be here because that's where everyone is. And then Nintendo kind of did. I mean, I know Niantic is kind of a separate company. They're they're still kind of, you know, associated with Nintendo and their IP, but it seems like they went to iOS and Android and did the thing that people said they should do. And they were crazy successful. And that makes me really, really evaluate my stance. I'm like, ah, oh, did I, did I get this wrong? Like, should they have been here all along and should they have let someone else basically do the hardware, but they do the software? And that seems to have worked. And that kind of makes me question other things, like other things that I think about, like Apple and like these other platforms. Are they maybe necessarily not true as well? Like maybe what the pundits, you know, are saying sometimes actually, you know, is the right thing. Did, I mean, what did you think about? when that whole debate was, you know, should Nintendo be on mobile or not? I don't know that I felt particularly strongly at the time. So I can't like go look back and go, ha ha, I got it right. Or I got it wrong. Ha ha, I got it wrong. I don't know. That is weird. (laughs) I I don't necessarily know that I had any sort of kind of strong opinions, but kind of, I guess, hindsight for me, like, like I said, it's inevitable. Like it makes so much sense that they would go in the direction that they, that they have with, augmented reality and with phones and with getting people even out of their houses to play games it makes a lot of sense i understand the whole like hardware concept but in all honesty like that sort of stuff i feel like has like that has been kind of lagging for a long time for them it's very cool like they have done very cool things with hardware but like i said before the Wii and the wii u immensely underpowered you know compared to the competitor products like they were never going to be on the same playing field as xbox and and playstation so it's more like like you know asking the same question of say apple is kind of like i mean apple makes great hardware like their hardware is legitimately great i mean it's like the power is problematic but part of the thing about apple is that it all kind of works nicely together and you know it's just it, it just works uh, you know, 50% of the time, 100% of the time or something. <laughs> 60% of the time it works every time. Yeah. I, I guess my core problem with this, Jelly, is that there was some process in my head that held it to be an inevitable truth that Nintendo should never exceed on the hardware front. Yeah. They kind of did. They kind of did. I mean, they're still making a next generation console or whatever, but they've done that thing that on iOS and Android at least, they're now a software company with two apps, you know, Tomo and this Pokemon Go thing. And I think that just made some small part of my brain just like, you know, when the cogs kind of get stuck and they're like, and they're going kind of backwards and forwards. And then all of a sudden, like one of the cogs snaps and just, you know, boom, 